Good morning. Welcome to Brachos Daf Chav Zayin, page 27. The Gemara discusses the position of Reb Yehuda about the latest time to say the morning tefillah, morning davening. The Chacham and the rabbis had said that you have until midday, until Chatzos, so on a perfect day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., that would be 12 noon. But the Reb Yehuda says that you have until four hours. But the question is, when he says until four hours, is this inclusive or exclusive? Is it inclusive of the fourth hour and means you have until 10 a.m.? Or is it exclusive? It just means the beginning of the fourth hour, which means that you really only have till 9 a.m. And the Gemara goes through and tries to prove this based on his position when it comes to Mincha, where he says for Mincha you have until Plag HaMincha. And Gemara goes back and forth. And at the end, the Gemara concludes that it is inclusive that you have until 10 a.m. By the way, in the context of this, there was a whole interesting discussion about, let's say you have Musaf and Mincha at the same time. Let's say on Shabbos morning, the Chazan goes very, very late. And now you could either daven Musaf or Mincha. It's past 1230. And you could either daven Musaf or Mincha. Which one would you do first? You might think you should do Musaf first because that's the normal order. But actually, the Gemara says, Tadr v'shein o tadr, tadr kodem, the one that is more common, that's more often done, which is mincha, should actually be done first. There's a big discussion in the post about this, but that is what the Gemara does say. Uh, the Gemara goes on and give, talks about that one day in Masech's Idiot, where they, Yud uh, ruled many things. Um, one of them had to do with me and with about a, a woman refusing a marriage uh, for the sake of uh, Yibam. One of them had to do with the idea of because of Aguna, we allow... Uh, the testimony of one witness to testify that the husband had died, that what's the cutoff for grape, for turning grape juice into wine, for using it to pour it on the Mizbeach, that is 40 days. And also the rule of the Tamit Shachar, the morning sacrifice, but, and also the rule for Shachar is that you have uh, four hours into the day to do it, and therefore the Allah follows Rabbi Yehuda, that you have uh, until 10 a.m. to daven shachris. Okay, the Gemara goes on to have a little discussion about the mun and when was the mun uh, after Boker, after the morning, by Boker, by Boker, when was the mun actually uh, starting to uh, starting to melt? And the answer is the mun was actually uh, three hours into the day, meaning at 9 a.m. it started to melt, even though when it comes to tefillah, you have an extra hour to daven. Okay, then the Gemara goes on, talks about the shita of Rabbi Huda, the position of Rabbi Huda, that for Mincha, on a perfect day, you don't have until 6 o'clock, like the Chacham, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You don't have till 6 p.m. to daven Mincha. Rather, you only have Plaga Mincha, which is 4.45, an hour and a quarter before uh, sunset, before nightfall, or before night. So the Gemara then says that there are many rabbis who actually davened even on Erev Shabbos. They davened Friday night davening on Erev Shabbos, or they davened Matzah Shabbos davening, Saturday night davening. They davened on Shabbos afternoon. And the Gemara goes on and says, what's the halacha? Since we don't say the halacha is like this one or like that one, like Rav Yudah the Chachamim, you have a choice. You could do either way. Either you could daven mincha up until 445, up until plag, and then daven marav at 445, or you can daven mincha all the way up until 6, and then daven marav afterwards. But the Rishonim say, as long as you don't do targeted sasha, you can't do the same uh, on the same night, which is daven both mincha and marav, between 4.45 and 6. Uh, many shoals do actually have this practice, especially during the summer. That's a much larger halachic discussion. Okay, the Gemara continues and tells you different halachas of Tila. You're not allowed to daven in front, right behind your Rebbe. It actually appears like you're maybe even bowing down to your Rebbe, as Tosas explains. The Gemara also talks about different issues of respect of your Rebbe, like you shouldn't just say, uh, how are you doing, Rabbi? Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi. You have to have, to have a more language of respect, like Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Mar. The Gemara goes on and talks about this whole idea of people davening um, Friday 
on, they would daven the Friday night davening early, which is what many shuls do in the summer months uh, today. So the question is, well, can you even make Kiddush al hakos? Can you even go home and make Kiddush? It's still bright outside. It's still Friday afternoon. The answer is yes. And the same halacha is also true about Habdallah. You can make Habdallah al hakos on Saturday night before it's even nighttime. If you daven early, you can actually do Habdallah al hakos. Obviously, you're not allowed to do uh, the candle because that would be a violation of Shabbos, and you're not allowed to do any melacha until until the stars come out, but you could daven marv and you could do uh, Habdallah uh, early. Then the final line of the Mishnah said that that Marv has no set time. The Gemara says, what does it mean has no set time? Does this mean that you could daven marv all night long? Then just say Tfilas Arav is called Alayla. Rather, what it means is it's not keva, meaning it's not obligatory. Tfilas Arvis is only rishus, it's only a voluntary elective, it's not obligatory. And then the Gemara ends with the very famous story of Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua's position was that marv was only uh, voluntary. Rabbi Neil held that it was obligatory. And Rabbi Neil disgraced Rabbi Yeshua, forced him to stand until he agreed to his position. And the students in the base matters got so upset at Rabbi Gamil for disrespecting Rabbi Yeshua that eventually they depose him. There's this question, who should take his place? Eventually the decision is that there are a few candidates are mentioned and rejected. And then eventually the decision is that you were Rabbi Lezim and Azariah. But the only problem is Rabbi Lezim and Azariah's wife tells him, you're too young. No one's going to respect you. And maybe they're going to depose you just like they deposed Rabbi Gamil. And therefore what ends up happening is overnight, Rabbi Lezim and Azariah was only 18 years old. He all of a sudden grew all this uh, white and, or gray hair, and he looked like he was Shivam Shan, like 70 years old, and that's the famous line that we say in the Haggadah that Lazar says, Hariani Convention Shana, but it all goes back to, to the debate about whether Marav is a Rishos, whether it's elective voluntary, or whether it's obligatory. That concludes Daft 27.